You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Hello there, and welcome to the Nintendo Club Podcast. Joining me today is Aaron Rivera to discuss the original Super Mario Brothers. How's it going? Pretty good, Sam. So this game is a game I think was my first video game I've ever played in my entire life back when I was like five or six years old. Um, so a lot of memories, I think, for both of us. Uh, when did you first play this this classic title? Well, this wasn't my first game, but I do remember playing it when I was very young. Um, my cousin had this game, and I went over there, and I think it was probably when I was about five years old or so. Okay. So. Very nice. Um, yeah, about five for me, too, probably. It's hard to remember that far back, but... Um, yeah. Uh, what do you want to discuss first? You want to kind of dive into the history of uh, this game or our experiences playing it? or uh, Let's start off with a little bit of history. Sounds good. Um, so go go through it. When was this, when did this come out? Uh, was this a system-launching title? Yeah, All so this stuff. game uh, came out in 1985. I believe it was um, the same year that the original Nintendo released in the States. Older uh, than I am. <laughs> yep. I believe I said 1985, not 1995. 1985, um, and yeah, it was pretty popular. Um, sold a lot of copies on there. Um, so it was bundled was, in, right? Or was is that a misconception? Yes, it was actually. It was bundled with the with the console. So okay, so it's kind of like the Wii Sports of NES. Right? Yes, it, yes, it really was. sold the console. You know. Yes, um, and as we talked about last week. Um, at the time, uh, the video game console market for, for homes wasn't doing so well at the time. Um, but when this game came out, it really helped to revive the the entire console market. Um, I was actually just talking to a person the other day at a uh, like a retro gaming store, and he was telling me that whenever he was a kid, he really wanted to play this game. And as soon as he realized he could get it at home, like that, mm-hmm. that just instantly sold the sold the console for him so was this uh, an arcade game originally well they did have uh, the mario bros game yes um, i remember that it's on virtual yeah. console and i've played it it's uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> not quite the platformer we all love in the yeah world. and i'm not sure if this was released uh so i think this was originally just a home console game and that's why it yes. sold so many systems yep so I see the two-player option. It's not simultaneous like we have today. It's kind of trade-off, trade the controller back and forth. And yeah. you're competing for points, sort of. One person's, I believe, Luigi, the other person's Mario. Yeah, and it was actually um, the only way that you could play as Luigi was to do the two-player mode. You couldn't just choose Luigi as yeah. a character. So. <laughs> yeah, I was hearing um, an old radio interview or TV interview, I forget which, but... Um, they were asking some very weird questions because this was so new. It's like, so they're the Mario Brothers. Does that mean Mario is Mario Mario and Luigi is <laughs> Luigi Mario? It's like, no, no, no. You're overthinking it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and actually, in the movie, I believe, I, I think we all remember that terrible Super I Mario Bros. never movie. saw it. <laughs> never saw it. It's yeah. sure it's worth watching. It's it's worth watching. However, it's not very good. So okay. <laughs> just keep that in mind. But um, since that movie, I believe people kind of think that they are um, Mario Mario and uh, Luigi Mario, as if Mario is their last yeah. name. 
but Nintendo actually um, came out and said that's not true, and they haven't said whether um, Mario has a last name. But I, I don't just, think he does. <laughs> his name is Mario. Yeah. Um, yeah, but also um, Mario actually has um, a little bit of a history with his name. Um, as we all know, Mario first appeared in the um, Donkey Kong game. Yep. Uh, climbing up ladders. Um, he was referred to as Jumpman back then. Actually, um, Shigeru Miyamoto, when he first created him, um, called him Mr. Video. And he actually had him in um, a lot of different games that he was making back then. He kind of used him as just a character he would always go to. And this Mr. Video just kind of showed up. And he was just he was just like this little playable <laughs> character that would just jump around and yeah. do certain things. Um, and then um, there was a warehouse that Nintendo was using in Seattle. And um, the they weren't paying rent on it at the time, and the landlord came to them and really wanted all all this money, wanted to be paid, and they they told him that they would pay him, and since they were late on their rent, that they would name this character after him. So his name was Mario. Oh, and, that's pretty cool. Yes, and that's that's where the name Mario came from. So that's wild. <laughs> I think you know that uh, that'd be cool to be that uh, that landlord, you know, of yeah. this whole franchise named after you. <laughs> Yep. So I playing the game today. Uh, it strikes me that the game still holds up fairly well. It's uh, it's still fun. It's still exciting to play. That it's um, the music is classic. The sound, a lot of it's unchanged even today with the pipe sounds and all that. And um, it strikes me just how basic the concept is. You can either walk or run. Is that right, or is it just one set of motions? You can walk and run. Um, the run was if you press B. That's um, right. Yeah, and yes, and then you can run. So Yes. So this was the original controller we all you played this on, and A and B was all you had. So you could run and jump and walk, and that was it. There was no ground pounds back then. There was no um, uh, wall jumping. It was pretty straightforward. You had just one power-up, if I'm thinking this correctly, just the fireball. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. The fire flower. So. Yep. And then we have uh, I guess three basic types of levels. We have underwater uh, levels. We have the basement uh, cave levels. We have the regular overworld levels, I guess. And then I guess a fourth level would be the big castle fights. And um, I'm not sure were ghost houses in this one or no. No, they weren't in this one. Um, we did have uh, the kind of like the mushroom worlds, which mm-hmm. which were kind of yeah, they were kind oh, of like yep. land ones. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah, they, they 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 still use a lot of these concepts even in today's Mario Brothers games, and um, it's amazing these basic concepts that they've built up and added to over the years, and how successful that original formula was, and just how fun that still is. In the look of it, it strikes me just, it really is radically, I guess, different looking. It's so basic in its its visual look, even compared to the Super Mario Brothers 3. It's it's striking. Yeah, it is very different. However, there's a lot of similarities in it. Um, I went back to play it this past week, and uh, I was kind of kind of worried that it wasn't going to stand up, but but it really did, even though it was very simple design. And things look really flat. It was still still the same game I remember, and it still held up. So, yeah. 
Now, when, when you played it originally, did you remember as a kid those hidden areas? Did you discover those on accident? Or what was your experiences I'm, with all that? I'm not sure how I found out about those, but I did know of them when I was a kid. Um, maybe some friends showed me. Um, you're referring like the, to uh, the, the warp the, pipe? You have the one up on that first level. I forget where it is. It's by the little mountain thing. Yes, I actually have the video playing right behind me, and I believe I wasn't sure to do that live or not. What was going on? <laughs> yeah, um, I believe the person who's playing this is about to get to the one up, and I'm not sure if they if they pick it up or yeah. not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the star power up too. I forgot about that. That was the yeah. first. Of yeah. The, so there's a star. Yeah, power that was the up. first of like the timed power ups that actually wear off. Um, they would have those again when the new Super Mario Brothers games. I don't think those are turned except for that star in the original series. Yeah. But uh, the one I discovered easily as a kid was uh, climbing over the whole level in the, in the basement levels. I think it's almost, yes. it's almost harder to not find that than to play the level normally. Like as a kid, like <laughs> of course I can go up there and just yeah. run over the whole level. <laughs> and of course, I can just jump the world of four, and perhaps I don't even play worlds two, three, and whatever four. Like I, you can b- bypass whole portions of this game, and I'm really yeah. curious how many, you know, people have actually played all the worlds because of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure either. I remember when I was a kid, I used to always just skip straight to world four, <laughs> um, then then skip to five, and and things like that. But. Um, now, when I go back and play, I play through the entire game. Because you want to experience <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. And it it really doesn't take that long. I believe it's probably about a 45-minute game if you play all the way okay. through. So. Now, I played on the 3DS and also the Wii U. It just came on the Wii U Virtual Console uh, the, this the week of we're recording here. So um, one thing I noticed on the 3DS is, so I beat the game a while ago and started playing it again. And I noticed if you continue playing with, uh, without you know starting a fresh save file or a fresh you know virtual console state, what you get is actually a minorly different game. Uh, instead of the guys you can just step on and squash, you have the hard shells throughout the whole game. Um, yeah, what, what's that about? Well, I know that when you get finished with the game, um, you get those guys. Princess Peach, yes. Mm-hmm. Princess Peach tells you that there's a second quest uh, that you can go on, and then kind of like Zelda. Just, yeah, and if you just hit, uh, I believe it's the B button they say, or maybe it's A button, um, then it starts up this this new game. And from the then on, are the same. They just swap out <laughs> yeah. some of the villains, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a little bit harder, um, just because you're fighting these these shell guys that they're a little bit harder to to beat so but yeah from from then on whenever you play the game at least on the 3ds i'm not sure about the original cartridge version because it didn't have a save you'd have to be playing that from like all day long to do that (laughs) yeah however they i was um, gonna say the bowser fights it's amazing that they really don't change them up that often they add some different things that you can um like some blocks you can break above your head but the whole game you're doing the same exact fight over and over. Yeah, yeah. It was the same fight. He did start to throw uh, some hammers, I believe, around World Five. Oh, that's um, right. And that made it a little bit tougher because he threw a lot more hammers than than those those little hammer bros. <laughs> the, the way I always got past that is I'm going to go in there with um, a big guy 
or a fly, uh, fire guy. And I'm just going to yeah. run right through him and kill him. Like, <laughs> you've got time. Because when you get hit in this game, you have a good five seconds of invincibility, so to speak. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how many times I would use that. I would just take the hit and then just run through the enemies. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um, speaking and, like, of, the last, uh, sorry, World 8 castle, it's a maze. And if you don't know where you're going, you could spend your whole 30, <laughs> 300 uh, Mario seconds in that uh, maze. Yeah, yeah it, it took me a while to uh, figure that out. And... Oh man, I don't know how many lives I wasted in there. <laughs> I, I, I'm sad to admit I pulled out a map. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I spent a long time. However, I was playing on the 3DS, so I had the uh, restore points. So oh, when my life started. <laughs> yes. So when my life started getting low, I started to use the restore points. So. Now, no, what's uh, remarkable is there's not that many coins to collect in this game. You get like a maximum of probably five lives through coins if you don't find the one ups. Yeah, um, so that was a little bit tough. I was always trying to look for for those extra lives or trying to get as many coins as I could. Um, yeah, it was a lot tougher than, than the new Super Mario Bros. games, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, some levels in that game are pretty tricky, but uh, yeah, they are very judicious with the coins. It's not like just someone threw away their gambling money all <laughs> on the, the floor there. It's uh, yeah. But the the coin design, I guess, is the 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 coins. I guess are the thing to me that strikes me that they change the most throughout the games as far as the look and feel of them. Yeah, it's kind of strange in this game. Although although the coins are pretty simple, they do stand out as if they, to me, they look a lot different than the rest of the world around them. Um, they look maybe a couple years ahead. <laughs> um, so, so that was kind of strange, but yeah, the coins have definitely changed throughout uh, the Mario franchise history. Um, they're they're more rounded. Kind of took away the gold look that's in this game and kind of gave them more of a yellow look. So. Yeah, another thing that strikes me is the worlds. It's not like in today's games where you have Winter World, you have uh, Desert World, or even in Super Mario Threes, you had those themed worlds. These are just let's give you another four levels. There's only four levels per world, I believe. <laughs> and uh, they were just slightly harder and harder as the game went on. And the final level before the final boss fight level, that's a fantastic level of like, let's 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 do a collage of all the enemies you've encountered and uh, kind of uh, trip past memory lane for the past <laughs> 40 minutes, you know. Yeah, that level was actually very difficult for me. All those all those hammer bros. <laughs> you know um, the the trick with the hammer bros. So, so you're the 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 brilliant thing about some of these enemies are um, so Bowser and the hammer bros. They're so wimpy, like they won't <laughs> hit you or punch you or run into you. Instead, they just throw hammers. So you could be standing like an inch from their face and just stand there and wait for them to throw their <laughs> hammers above you and jump over. So that's. I think the, the, the trick there is realizing they're just throwing hammers and what, they're not throwing them at you necessarily. They're just kind of throwing them and having a good old time. And then you have to come along and wreck their party, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, um, but I love how they have the, the cloud levels in that game where you're able to go and explore up above the world. That's, that's like a little hidden trick type thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little trick and they actually, do that a lot more in the 
in the newer versions they do. of, of you Mario Bros. Even, games. You can either you can even jump in the cloud and fly the cloud, which blows yeah. <laughs> yep. And another um, thing that's curious, sorry, um, is the pipes. Like, not all pipes go somewhere, so you have to kind of experiment which ones work, which ones don't. Yeah, that's one of the things that I I did this past playthrough. I checked a lot of the pipes, so <laughs> to see what they would do. And it was kind of strange. Some of them would go down to a sewer area. Uh, some of them would go to like a water area. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, uh, some like hey, here's some free coins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and speaking of little tricks, um, I don't know if anyone still has the cartridge version around. I have the uh, the triple with with the Super Mario Bros, Duck Hunt, and World Class Track Meet. Um, <laughs> a little World Class <laughs> Track Meet. It's such a random it game. Yeah. I did not play it on that version this time. But it does have a save version. You can actually do it, I believe, on all ports of it as well. Um, if you were to die on a certain world and you wanted to start back at that point, even though there was no same fe- save feature, you could hit Start and A at the same time, and you would start up where you had last died. So it's pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> does it work on virtual console? Have you tried that? Yes, it does. Yes. So you hit start and a at the same time. Yeah. So I believe you hit a first and then you hold that and hit start. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. So another thing that's kind of curious about this game is they made a super Mario brothers two in Japan. That was bloody difficult based on this original art style and level design. And they didn't bring it to the States until Virtual Console, I believe. And um, it's kind of, just kind of curious how that, that happened. Yeah, I'm not sure why they did that. Um, We're wimps. It, We're wimps. <laughs> you know. Yeah. However, here we got the Super Mario Bros. 2, which was actually a completely different game that they put the, uh, yeah. the Mario characters in. So <laughs> I, I fight with John about this. Is like, oh, that's not a Mario game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, it is, but it's it's not what I have come to love about Mario. It's this weird side tangent. It's like it's, Mario and Luigi Dream Team, but not an RPG format of that. <laughs> yeah, it's very different, but I still consider it a Mario game, so. <laughs> I guess I'm just bitter because I can never beat that game. I get stuck with the puzzles and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it does get a little bit tough. So <laughs> yeah, because I've never like a, a Mario platformer to me. Like, don't give me puzzles. Give me platforming challenges. And if you have puzzles in there, <laughs> but I can't get through a, uh, a level because of puzzles, then um, I don't know. It doesn't seem like a platformer. It seems more like a, um, a Zelda game. <laughs> <laughs> But not, yeah. I mean, it's certainly not a Zelda game, but you know. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. But um, any other thoughts on Mario Brothers? Well, yeah, um, actually, the levels was actually um, pretty different compared to platformers up to that point. Uh, when you think of other other games, um, they weren't really in. Oh these... my gosh! Oh, sorry, <laughs> I was watching the video feed. I had no idea you can fireball down Bowser. Shove it out watching your video. If you just shoot a lot of fireballs at Bowser, he'll die. I had no idea. Yeah, and you can actually do that in the uh, the new Super Mario Bros. games as well. When you're fighting uh, like the mini uh, like the Koopas, you can kill them with with the fireballs. So. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. So nice little trick. Yeah. So uh, I love that playthrough you got going there. I guess pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, but um, uh, I was yeah, gonna say in the uh, original game, there was no going back, um, like you can yes. in today's games. 
Yeah, you could not go back. Once you pass the point, then then that's where you were. Um, yeah, but as I was saying, like the world design kind of changed with with this game because they actually created full worlds. It wasn't just these kind of maps or or kind of levels that that you had. It was actually a world that you went through. Um, there was like a background that kind of took you into this this world that they kind of created. And that was that was pretty new for the time, but it's it's really stuck with a lot of platform games. So, yeah. And I don't think that we mentioned this before, but as you can see behind me in, a, in the, the video feed, there is a nighttime mode as well. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, that I mean that is used in Mario Three quite a bit, uh, and yes. that kind of night mode is even in Donkey Kong Country Returns that kind of black and white kind of level design is kind of cool. But um, I, I, the characters, I mean, it's interesting to see like how they progress because a lot of them are still, most of them are still in the game. You have the Koopa uh, shells, you have the um, Goombas, you know, and it's amazing to see those characters progress visually. And that's fascinating that you can just jump on that shell and just get one yeah. up like that. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that was making me think of uh, all these little tricks that's in the game, um, like all the secret blocks. We already talked about those. And then there was a, a this uh, or this little glitch called the Minus World, where I was never – I mean, I've never seen it, but I had heard that you could get stuck behind some of uh, like the bricks. And then when you go into the warp zone – if you go to world 4-1, then it takes you to a water world. And then when you get to the end of the water world and you go through the pipe, it takes you back to the water world. So you're just in this endless loop of uh, of this water world called the mines. So I know in Mario Brothers <laughs> 3, you're able to go behind areas. And I used to know all those little tricks, but I, I forget them all now. Yeah. Um, yep. Another thing, like they, they keep that thing where if you're jumping on enemies, basically platforming on enemies over and over again, you have one-ups. That continues on in today's game. So that's another aspect they've retained. And you can also um, throw a Koopa shell, and if you hit, I believe it's five or more, for each one past the fifth one, you get an extra life. Yep, same thing as jumping on them, yeah. Yep. But uh, it's such a marvelous game that uh, (laughs) I'm a fan of. So today you can play it on the 3DS or Wii U. I think the 3DS version is a lot crisper, but um, uh, the Wii U one, I think, has a better controller to go along with it. Um, so it's really up to you how you play it. Um, of course, you can pull out your NES. So yeah, that. yeah, I played it on the 3DS this past week. Um, I have not played it on the Wii U yet, so I I didn't feel like I should pay again for it. <laughs> See, like the Mario one and three, I'll die over and over again. Even Mario World, probably. Um, I, I yeah. yeah, put them on every system and ten I'll buy again. The other games I'm more leery on buying again, like the original Le- Legend of Zelda. I bought them we on the 3ds, but don't have them on the Wii U quite yet. Yeah, well, I mean, it still sells well. I mean, they've they've ported this over and over again. They've re-released it uh, for like the Game Boy Color, the Game Boy Advance. Um, it's on virtual consoles. Uh, mm-hmm. For the Wii, Wii U, 3DS, so I mean, it's still selling well. So, <laughs> yeah, it it sure is. Um, in the original game, you could do endless continues. Is that how it worked? Yes, that's okay. true. It would it would reset your score. So if you were going for a high score, you would try not to die. <laughs> it's pretty cool. 
Um, so as far as Mario as a whole, uh, I guess leaving the discussion for how that series has evolved is up for a later discussion. Um, what else can we say about this this classic and awesome game? Well, I just think it was a really great game, and it still still holds up today. And you can see uh, once you played it how um, a lot of other platforming games have kind of taken from this, and how um, it's inspired a lot of, a, a lot of games and also music. Um, the music in this game was a big deal and still is today. So it's just really classic theme. Everyone knows Mario Brothers theme. So <laughs> yeah, a lot of people compare this to to Zelda in many ways. Uh, they have similar attributes as far not in the the gameplay of puzzles and stuff, but you know, in you'll have caves. You know, Minamoto. I think it, it was an inspiration about going to caves, and that's where you had caves in, in Zelda and in Mario. So uh, they come from, I think, the same mind. If I'm correct, there. And, yes, they do. Yeah. yeah, they're both created by Shigeru Miyamoto, and. Uh, yeah, so I never really thought of the similarities there, but I can see the similarities between the, the first Legend of Zelda and this. So. Mm-hmm. Now, if only we had Mario take this, it's dangerous, and gives him a sword. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that that was an interesting start to a game. It always kind of confused me when I was a kid. <laughs> Why not? You Why? need a sword. Yeah. Was just, I, mean, I don't even know this guy. Why is he giving me a sword? So. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, I think... And also, this game um, had... It was the first one to feature uh, Princess Peach. uh, No, wasn't she in Donkey Kong, I thought. That's who you were saving. Well, yeah. Yeah, she was. I guess I really didn't think about that. Um, I've always wanted him to return to Donkey Kong as a villain with Mario chasing him. Oh, yes. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. That's good. Yeah, I guess I wasn't thinking about the original Donkey Kong, but yes, she is in that. Um, This one, though, uh, she was kidnapped by a different character, which was Bowser. This is the first introduction to Bowser. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And Bowser is basically a big Koopa Troopa. Is that his genealogy? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I remember the the TV show Super Mario cartoon um, showed them more as uh, like a dinosaurs. So, yeah, yeah, Koopas are kind of like dinosaurs. Pretty much, pretty much. So before we run out of stuff to talk about, um, I think we should wrap this up. What do you think? Yeah, sounds good. Okay, <laughs> and only we go on till like nine o'clock and just keep on going, but. Uh, uh, yeah. There's only so much you can say about a single game like Mario Brothers. That's so yeah, maybe in the future we'll have some more complex games. So Yeah, for sure. So um, until next week, where can uh, the listeners find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Meverse, Instagram, YouTube at ALRivera058. And um, I will also have my 3DS friend code up on the, on the show notes. Very cool. And uh, thank you for uh, getting that mic. You sound beautiful this week. Yeah, very. <laughs> yes, yes very awesome. the listeners enjoy that. So, and uh, for myself, I'm on YouTube and Twitter, T C H A T E N, and that's where you can find um, all that I'm up to. Um, and until next time, thanks for thanks for watching or listening. Bye bye. See ya. Ever think about becoming a podcaster? Thinking, wow, you know, that's probably way too hard. Well, we have a solution. 
Stoplight Network is looking for brand new shows to join the network. Won't cost you a dime. In fact, you might actually make some money off of it. So if you've always wanted to podcast and it seemed way too daunting, drop me a line. My name is Tim Robertson. I am the host of Tech Fan. I started the MyMac Podcasting at the dawn of podcasting, and I can help you get your podcast up and running. Simply send an email to Tim, that's T-I-M, at MyMac, M-Y-M-A-C, dot com. Tim at MyMac.com. Let's get your show ready for primetime.